belongs to the Lord. He says, ask and I'll give the nations. I give the nations. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus.
ready to lift up your voice and pray and say lord in the name of jesus make me a soul winner lift up your voice and pray he said ask me he said ask me the lord said we should ask him so ask him to give you the grace to be a soul winner not only in the month of september but throughout your life because this is what makes us relevant before the eyes of the father lift up your voice in the name of jesus make me a savior unto others lift up your voice lord make me a savior unto others bible say that for out of mount zion shall proceed saviors shall proceed saviors we are the extension of the ministry of jesus and jesus came to save he said as the father has sent me so send i you lift up your voice lord make me a savior unto others in other words let me carry the mandate of salvation let me be a carrier an agent of salvation in my world in the name of jesus lift up your voice and pray this is the greatest prayer request you can ever make to heaven forget about cars forget about rent forget about husband forget about wife forget about children forget about papers forget, all those things are just fringe benefit the most important prayer request on earth jesus said the harvest is ripe but the harvesters are few pray ye the lord of the harvest that he will send forth harvesters the greatest request that you can put to heaven is that i will be a harvester of souls i will be a harvester of souls he said follow me and i will make you fishers of men that i'll be a soul winner that i will be a carrier of salvation that i'll be a savior unto others all the days of my life in the name of jesus that my focus will not be broken that my focus oh lord will be on this agenda the psalmist wrote a song and said that i forget about the person i press on the name of jesus that we will press on towards this mandate even in the blessed and mighty name of jesus christ father we give you praise we give you glory we give you honor we magnify your name we lift you up on high we thank you for the privilege and the gift of life and we thank you for today thank you for counting us worthy for this heavenly calling that we are called and considered partakers of the heavenly calling let your name be glorified even in our lives and today as we go out in our third sunday of the month i pray the lord the harvest that is ready will be at our disposal in the mighty name of jesus bible said that and the 70 return with joy the only time we read in the bible that the 70 were with joy was when they attended unto the mandate of the lord winning souls we will return with joy our homes will be filled with joy our businesses will be filled with joy our accounts will be filled with joy our relationships will be filled with joy everything about us will be filled with joy our desires and our expectations will be filled with joy because we are attending unto your heavenly calling we give you praise we give you glory jesus blessed and mighty name somebody shout me a believing amen you
Just extend your right hand to the person to your right or to your left and then welcome them into the house of the Lord and tell them how excited you are seeing them. Praise the blessed name of Jesus. Yeah, it is allowed if you want to give somebody a hug. It is allowed. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Right. I will be just giving a very short exhortation and then we'll be going out. Remember in the month of September, the whole month of September is a month of outreach. So the whole church goes out. Praise the name of Jesus. It's not everybody that has this privilege and this opportunity, you see. Now today, I'll be talking on saviors from Mount Zion. Saviors from Mount Zion. Hallelujah. I want to celebrate Auntie Janice. Auntie Janice. Now, all the way from Ghana, West Africa, that is the mother of L.P. Benedicta. Yes, the mom of L.P. Benedicta. She knows everything that goes on here. She is more connected than probably some of the people that are even around. You know, it's so amazing. The people that are connected from afar, they are so connected, I'm telling you. Um, Emani's dad and mom came and they were mentioning names. They said, oh, where is this one? Where is it? They see people, they say, oh, this is that. This is that. This is that. Hallelujah. You know, and that is so with Auntie Janice. Welcome. Hallelujah. I used to chat with her. She said, Papa, I can't wait to come and then stand on the pulpit and share my testimony. I know she will do that. Amen. And then um, let me also take this opportunity to say a very big thank you to each and every one of you for celebrating me on my birthday yesterday hallelujah amen now we always celebrate birthdays to show god that we appreciate him on the day that i was born over four decades ago some people were born they never lived half of my years that i have amen you know there were some people that were also born with me that day they never saw today hallelujah so if i have seen today um, I'm gradually approaching half of my lifespan upon the earth. Amen. So, you didn't get that one, right? Okay, no problem. Don't worry. Uh-huh. I'm gradually approaching half. Half. I'm here to cross half of my uh, lifespan upon the earth. If Jesus tarries. If Jesus does not tarry, we will be here working for him. Hallelujah. Amen. And why do you want to stay uh, so long upon the earth? Where we are going, we are going to stay there forever. Why do you want to leave the earth so soon? <laughs> Hallelujah. When you go to heaven, you are going to be there forever. 
So why do you want to leave the earth so soon? When you know that there is a lot of work. Even Jesus himself said it. Jesus said that the harvest is plenty. But the laborers are few. Amen. The laborers are few. And Jesus said that pray ye the Lord of the harvest. That he will send more laborers. Now you are a laborer. You want to leave. You will not die prematurely. Oh, you don't believe it, eh? Don't let the devil lie to you that you die prematurely. You won't die prematurely. God, listen, 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 listen. God is not interested in you coming prematurely. Because there's a lot of work to be done here. Didn't you read that Jesus himself said that the harvest is plenty. But the harvesters are few. And then he himself said, pray ye the Lord of the harvest. That he will send more laborers into his field. Now there are laborers you want to leave. No way, we won't let you go. We refuse you to go. Hallelujah. Yes, so please, let's, let's, let's take note of that. So I want to thank God for that. And um, also, very importantly, you know that the last week of this month is five days of emergency prayers and fasting. From September the 25th all the way to September the 9th. Amen. And it's going to be, I need a miracle. That is the theme that the Lord gave. Every human being on earth needs a miracle. What is a miracle? And I need you to listen to me very, very well. If you'll be very attentive. Now, a miracle is the intervention of God. When the abilities of men are exhausted. Now, um, doctors have done all that they, they can do. They said, this one, we can only manage it. Then you need a miracle. You have applied all the, the, the knowledge that you know. And it has it has ended, but there is still the need for an intervention. Then God steps in. When God steps in the affairs of men, miracles happen. Hallelujah. And we all need a miracle. Somebody needs a financial miracle. Somebody needs an academic miracle. Somebody needs a relationship miracle. Somebody needs a bodily miracle. Because there is a certain condition in your body, you need the Lord to heal it. Doctors can't do it. So God must come in. That is why we need a miracle. One day, Catherine Coman said that if you are a living being on the earth, you will surely one day need a miracle. Yeah. When you get to a place where there, it looks like there is no more going, but still there must be a going, then you will surely need a miracle. You got to understand that on your way from Egypt to the promised land, there will always be the need for a miracle because you will meet the Red Sea somewhere along the line and it has to be parted for you to get a way out. So, Five days of emergency prayers and fasting. It is emergency prayers and fasting because we did not have it on our calendar. But last two weeks, Friday, whilst we were in intensive prayer, the Lord said we should engage in it for the opening of miracles. And then it will bring us to our night of supernatural encounter and encounter with the God of miracles in November, I mean, in September 29th. So let us take note of that very important and please go on the google and then do your review if you have not we are winning souls these are all soul winning elements there are people that came here through and there are people that are here today through the google review hallelujah they went on they saw it and then they said let me go check it out and they came and the lord has stationed them here amen and then you can also put on your calendar november 12 november 12 November 12, I will have my bishop visiting us here. Hallelujah. November the 12th. Actually, he will be here from November the 7th all the way to November the 13th. 
And we'll have a very wonderful time with him. And on November the 12th, we will do our annual pastor's appreciation. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. And so let us keep it on our calendar so that we will be ready for such a time like that. Now, how many of you know October the 7th, we are going to have, um, it's going to be October the 7th, fall in love with Jesus. We are entering into fall. We want to fall not into the weather fall, but into the love of Jesus. Hallelujah. Where is Minister Melissa? Come, 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 come. Now, give her a microphone and then in two minutes, tell us something about fall in love in, with Jesus. And then, because people can sign up, people must sign up for whatever is going to be done, right? So, right. talk to us. Give, I'll give you three minutes. Minus 30 seconds. Minus. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, Fall in love with Jesus is uh, for the congregation to get involved. We have a chili cook-off plan, so sign up with me. Come on, make some joyful noise. Yes, amen. <laughs> I want to do that thing, but my voice never pre- allows me. Aha, uh-huh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> and a bake sale we're having. And a bake sale we're having also, so sign up with me. Use this as an opportunity for whoever you work with, neighbors, whoever, if you're signed up for something, if you make something wonderful and they know it, you know, like, come and support me. Maybe this is uh, people you know that don't want to come to church. It's a Saturday afternoon. It's something that you can, 2 o'clock, we're going to have music, live music and uh, special events for the kids. We're going to have the bouncy set up. We're going to have the um, face painting. And really to capture the spirit of it, right, Papa, like you said, to fall in love with Jesus. You know, in my generation, we grew up hearing what's love got to do with it, Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, love has changed into many things. We talked about it not that long ago. Um, Eric Isaiah was here, and he said the same thing about love. What is love? It's been so perverted in the world that we need to bring it back to what it really is. What is love? You know, uh, Minister Desiree is here. You're learning what love is. She just had her baby about, what, five weeks ago? Praise the Lord, baby Victoria. And now the Neelys get to understand what it means to be parents, but to feel the love you, you learn and grow in the Lord knowing then how much he loves you. Now you, you'll understand that more. And then you can express that to the public more. Right, Papa? That, that's when we go out with our gospel that they can't argue with. And you can't, you can't tell me from your unbelief that he hasn't done all these things. So when we go out today, be emboldened and remember that. It's not for us to be ashamed. Romans 1 16 we are not ashamed of the gospel let them be ashamed of their unbelief we will not be ashamed of our belief thank you that is too powerful give it up give it up hallelujah that was so powerful hallelujah glory be to Jesus and then that same October 22nd we will have the wedding blessing the wedding ceremony of Barnabas and then where is Barnabas where is your, be quick let him let, let them come quickly today I'll, I'll preach for 25 minutes let them come let us introduce them yeah let's introduce them hallelujah 
Let them be very quick with the speed of light. Barnabas, you are a, a military man. Run, 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 run. Yeah. Your wife is an international sports athlete. Run, run, run. Very good. Hallelujah. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Come up, come up, come up. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So. <laughs> Come on, somebody give it up for them. Bible says that he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Hallelujah. So he has found her. And, and she allowed herself to be found by him. So that will be that will be on Sunday. October 22nd, 20, 2023 at 10 a.m. Amen. Now, just one minute. In this house, we bless marriages in the weekday, over the weekend, anytime. Even if you want me to bless your marriage at 10 p.m., I will do that. Hallelujah. <laughs> and you know that I will do that. I can bless. I've blessed marriages in the, in the, in the church office. I've blessed marriages here. Amen. Hallelujah. I can even bless marriage for you in your car. <laughs> all I need, all I need is the evidence that the family are aware they have given the approval, you know, and then the, 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 the necessary legal things have been done. And then we have a couple of witnesses and then I'll go ahead and then I'll bless it. Hallelujah. Because I don't want you to be Amen. I will not preach that message today. Because if I preach that message today, we won't go. <laughs> so, if you find, come and tell me. In case, in case you have also seen, but you can't say, come and tell me. I promise you, I'll be your mouthpiece. Hallelujah. <laughs> I'll be your mouthpiece. And I'll speak for you. Congratulations. That is patience. Congratulations, Barnabas. So, please be praying into them and, be, and then be supporting them as well. Hallelujah. Glory be to you. I do all manner of weddings. One minute. I, I, I do, I do uh, whichever style you want. You know, we have, I, I can do the standing wedding. You know, I bless Connor and Germany. Where's Germany? Okay, Connor and Germany's wedding. I bless, we were standing. Nobody sat down. I was standing and then they walked in. American style, and I bless, I preached while they were standing. You know, I can't bless without preaching. So I preached while they were standing. When I finished, uh -huh, hallelujah. And then we have the hybrid one, you know, the hybrid one where we will sit, and then I will do the preaching, we'll do the introduction and everything. And then I have the very local one when we will now give the microphone to families to mention their names. Those from the, from the groom's family, lift up your hand. Pass the microphone to everyone. And then they'll announce themselves. Those from the bride's family, lift up your hands. And then, hallelujah. And so, and so, and so, we'll be doing that. But before their wedding, I'll also be blessing one wedding. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I want you to help me. I will be blessing the wedding and the marriage of our dear mother, Mama Fetina. 
Mama Fatina, come. Mama Fatina, come. Somebody bring me the woman of God. Somebody bring me the woman of God. Hallelujah. Help her come majestically. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, This is a very wonderful woman of God. A very wonderful woman of God. And and on October the 7th. Uh Hey, wait. Have I not been telling you that in this house we'll do surprise weddings? Okay, okay. So why are you surprised? (laughs) Praise the name. Mama Fatina, come. So... On October the 7th. Yes. Amen. Uh, where, where is his husband? Where is her husband? You will see him very soon. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. Okay. His first name starts with John. Hallelujah. And we will continue from there. By next week, we will do all the introductions. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate Mama Fatina and be praying for her. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. All right, let's take our seats in heavenly places. Yeah. You know. A time is coming. A time is coming. On one, on one wedding day, I will bless 11 marriages. Yeah. You, you watch it. Watch it. You'll be surprised. Hallelujah. And then, and then, of course, of course, um, listen, it is, not, it is not wrong to do it right. So probably, that is why in this house, anything that we do, I take time to teach it for you to understand it. Because it is understanding that brings the blessing of what you do. Listen, it is not what you do that produces the blessing. It is the understanding of what you do that brings the blessing. When you read the book of, do something about my sound. I think it's some way for me, please. Now, when we read Matthew, look at Matthew. Matthew chapter 13 and then verse number, I think verse 28 or no, 23. I think so. Matthew 13 and 23. Look at that. But he that received seed into the ground is he, into the good ground, is he that heard the word and understood it. You see, when you understand it, then you'll be able to bear fruit. And he said that by understanding, you bear fruit. Some will bear a hundredfold, some will bear sixtyfold, and some will bear thirtyfold. So the greatest thing of everything is understanding. That is why some people were like, oh, man of God, I've been baptized, but I said, did you know what you were doing? They said, no. You must understand what it means. And then we baptize them and all the hallelujah. So we do things with understanding in this house. That is why there are many change of stories and change of lives and all that. Now, let me take the next 25 or so minutes to explain something about saviors from Zion. Saviors from Zion. Hallelujah. Somebody say saviors from Zion. Say I am a savior from zion hallelujah now why do we say that we are saviors from zion 
We are saviors from Zion because we are the extension of the work of Jesus. And I need you to please concentrate within the next few minutes that we are here to spend and then we will go out. Today we'll be going in three groups. Amen. Now, we all know that the purpose of redemption, and I think last Sunday I mentioned it briefly or so, but the purpose of redemption, please keep an eye on me. Don't miss the word. This is so very important. The purpose of redemption is in three phases. All right? The first phase of redemption is to be with him. Let's read Matthew. Sorry, Mark chapter 3, verse 13 to 15. Mark 3, 13 to 15. He went up into the mountain, talking about Jesus, and he called unto him whom he ruled that they will come unto him. And then the next verse, verse 14 and 15 says that he ordained 12, that number one, they should be with him. Number one, they should be with him. And number two, he might send them forth to preach. And number three, that they would take charge of situations upon the earth. That is to have power to heal sicknesses and diseases and to cast out devils. Now, when we do these as a result of um, the calling, now Bible says that we are showing forth his praises. First Peter. Now let's quickly go to the book of First Peter chapter 2 and then verse number 9 to 12. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 to 12, he said, look at the reason why we are a chosen generation. He said, you are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. Is, it, is that not so powerful? Can you imagine that you are a chosen generation? So, you see, that is the reason why Satan is after you and I. The reason why Satan is after us is not because of the money we have or the woman or the man you have married. Or where you are located. I live in America. That is why Satan is after me. Satan is after people that are in other places hard to reach. You can't even find it upon the map. Not because of where they are. But because of the fact that they have been chosen. You see, this is the reason why Satan is after you and I. Because we have been chosen. You see, Satan can't fight God. No, it is. Listen, Satan is not the, Satan is not the equal of God. Never make that mistake. Satan is never the equal of God. No. Satan is never the equal of God. And Satan can't fight God. Never. He can never fight it. He tried it once. He was condemned. And he has, his condemnation is sealed. That is why Satan can't repent. His condemnation has been sealed. Because he rebelled against God. And then he, he, he lost woefully. Now, so he's not the enemy of God. He can't fight against God. So what he does is that the things that God loves, he fights them. Are you getting it? The reason why Satan fights mankind is not because of us. He, he doesn't need anything from you. The only reason that he's angry at you and I is because God loves us. That is, the only, that is our only issue with Satan. Because I can't fight God. But if he loves you, and I can affect you, because the, 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 the father loves us so much that anything that happens to us breaks his heart. Are you getting it? It's like somebody who loves his children so much so that anything that happens to them can really, really, really affect him or her. And then things can affect the person, but unfortunately it affects the children. So Satan fights us in order to hurt God. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So, Bible says that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Look at how the Lord refers to us. 
So that the devil brings all things around us just to corrupt these definitions of God in our lives. And then he said that the reason why we are all these and the peculiar people is that we should show forth the praises of him that has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. So the purpose of redemption, ladies and gentlemen, which is to be with the Lord, to go out and preach and then take charge of his mandate upon the earth is so that we will show forth the praises of him. When we do these three things, we are showing forth the praises of him. Isaiah 43, 21. Look at Isaiah 43, 21. He said that Isaiah 43, 21. Very powerful scripture. Isaiah, this people have I formed for myself. That they should do what? Can we all read it? That they should do what? So it is, it, is, it is in the showing forth of his praises that qualifies us as the people that he has made for himself. And I'm saying that to show forth his praises, number one, is to be with him. Number two, is to attend to his assignment in our lives. And number three, to take charge of the enemy upon the earth. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, let me quickly expatiate on that. If Bible says that, he wants us to be with him. Why does he want us to be with him? What does it mean to be with him? It means to serve him. To be with him means to serve him. You read Exodus chapter 8 verse 1. And Bible said that the Lord said unto Moses, Go early in the morning and tell Pharaoh, Let my people go that they may serve me. The purpose of our redemption is number one, to serve him. When we are with him, it means to serve him. Go unto Pharaoh and say unto him. And Pharaoh represents the God of this world. Pharaoh represents the issues of this life. Pharaoh represents the bondages of this life. The authorities of this life. He said, go and tell them, that saith the Lord. Let my people go that they may serve me. So to be with the Lord, number one, means to serve him. To serve his interest. You see, you read the book of Exodus chapter 23 verse 20. Sorry, Exodus 23 and verse 25. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God. You shall serve the Lord your God. So to be with him means, number one, to serve him. To serve his interest upon the earth. That is why we encourage everybody that don't just be a member of a congregation. You see? And don't also be a congregant by, um, by, by, what, how do we call it? V- virtual congregant, except that is the only way you can. Because the very important thing about being with the Lord is so that we can serve him. We can serve him. We can serve him. You shall serve the Lord your God. In other words, we shall be workers of him. When we are serving the Lord, we are workers of him. I encourage everybody upon this. That find yourself in a department. Is it? Don't just be a member of a congregation. Maybe, 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 maybe you are watching me online. You, you just chance upon it. Don't just be a member of a congregation. Find yourself serving. Do something in the house of God. You see, you can easily be in the harvest field without being a laborer. Look at what Jesus said. He said, the harvest is ripe, but the laborers. He didn't say the viewers. Because there are many viewers, but the laborers, the actual workers are few. So pray ye the Lord of the harvest that he will send more laborers. So number one, to be with him means to serve him, to serve his interest, to be workers of him. To be with him, number two, also means to be empowered. Listen, 
Listen, the Lord cannot send you except you are first empowered. It's very important. Do you know why the Lord cannot send you except you are first empowered? Because the world is a dangerous place. The world is carpeted with evil. So if the Lord doesn't empower you, he said that we are sheep amongst wolves. If we are sheep amongst wolves, the only reason why the wolves will not be able to eat us is because of our empowerment. Yeah. Hallelujah. The only reason that the wolves will not be able to eat us even though we are sheep amongst the wolves is because we have been empowered. So you read Acts chapter 4 and verse number 13. In Acts 4 13, Bible said that when they saw, look at that, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and they perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they were so harmless. They didn't have all the skills that the, those people had. They didn't have all the qualification, all the knowledge and everything that they had. They took notice of them that they have been with Jesus. You see? Because when you stay with the Lord, when you be with the Lord, he empowers you so that you reflect him. Yeah. He empowers us so that we reflect him. They marveled and they took knowledge of them that they have been with Jesus. So the first thing that the Lord wants us to do in showing forth his praise is number one, to be with him. Meaning that to serve him and to be equipped by him. Hallelujah. And number two, the second thing that he called us to do is to go and preach. Is to go and declare. To preach means to declare. To declare. When you read the book of Mark chapter 5 and then verse number 15. Mark chapter 5 from verse number 15 all the way to 20. I mentioned it in the course of the week or somewhere like that. When they came and they saw the madman of Gadaria. That was, Bible said that they came to Jesus. They saw him that was possessed with the devil. That had a legion sitting and clothed in his right mind. And they were afraid. My goodness. Verse 16 says that. And they, they, and they that saw it told him that said, we are afraid. Please go. Verse 17. So they told him. They began to pray him. That said, we are afraid of you. Please go. And then verse number 18. When Jesus came to the boat and he was about to leave, he that had been, look at that, he that had been possessed with the devil prayed him that he might be with him. And then verse 19 says that Jesus told him, not so, but go unto your home and to your friends, to your neighbors and tell them the great things that the Lord has done for you. You see, the Lord is not only interested in us staying with him or knowing him. The Lord is interested in us going forth. The Lord is interested in us becoming his evidence. Becoming his, his reflection. You are the only person that somebody will know Jesus through. It doesn't matter what you preach. It doesn't matter what you say. Until they see Jesus in you. They may never. And I'm not talking about seeing Jesus in you as um, being a preacher. No, I'm talking about they seeing and hearing the voice of Jesus through your mouth. So as we carry the gospel, what we do is that we portray Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. Now look at verse number nine, verse number 20. Bible said that and he departed and he began to publish it in the carpolis. You see? And then the final one, of course, is to have power over the issues of life. 
Matthew 18, 18 to 20. The third reason why the Lord redeemed us is to have power over the issues of life. In Matthew 18, 18 to 20. Say unto you, whatsoever you shall bind on the earth shall be bound in heaven. What you shall lose on the earth shall be loosed in heaven. And then verse number 19 says that, for where, look at that, for verse 19, again I say that if two of you shall agree on the earth, as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. So heaven goes about approving what we, what we, what we, ladies and gentlemen, allow or approve. Now this is the reason why we are described or considered the saviors of the earth. You see, you are not a savior because you can die for somebody. Nobody can die for anybody. The Bible says that there is no more sacrifice that anybody can make apart from the one that Jesus had made. But we are saviors because what he came to do, that is what we are doing. So, when we said that we are saviors from Mount Zion, of course, Mount Zion represents the church. Okay? Now, we are saviors from Mount Zion because we are agents of salvation. We carry salvation. We got to contaminate every place that we find ourselves with what we are carrying. If somebody is carrying a certain kind of, when COVID came, and then they would tell people that, they, they would tell people who were coughing, they said that, listen, we don't want you to spread it. So when they, that was when they, the, the word quarantine became a, a, a global name. They said that we'll quarantine somebody. Now somebody travels to another country, they said that we'll quarantine them for 14 days and find out if they are carrying any agent of COVID. Why? Because if somebody was carrying that, that, uh, that uh, uh, condition and he appears at a place, he becomes a distributor of that. You are a distributor of salvation. He didn't say amen. I don't like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are a distributor of salvation. And but man of God, my life is some way. I'm even trying to figure out how I can. That is the reason why you must even be a career of salvation because the more you preach salvation, the more the Lord works on you. Romans chapter 15. Look at, uh, look at John chapter 15 verse 2. In John chapter 15 verse 2, he says that, if I let's start from verse number 1 and 2, John 15, 1 and 2. He said that, I am the, I, I, uh, he said, I am the true vine. My father is the husband man. And then look at verse number 2. He said that any branch, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he takes it away. But every branch in me that bears fruit, he purges it. So there are things in us you can never purge it by yourself. Last Sunday, where's Tony? Um, uh, where's your husband? Where's your husband? Okay, now I was with him and then we were. So he was telling me, he was asking me, he said, Papa, but um, I thought I used to think that you need to be very pious before you can do some of these things. And I said, no. And then we found a tree that was standing there. So I walked with him. We were at that apartment over there. And my friend, I invited him. God bless you. I'll give us a wave. You see, I invited him from there. Hallelujah. Now listen. So we saw the branch. We saw a tree. And then on one of the branches, listen to me very well. And I want you to picture it. On one of the branches, the, green, the, the leaves were green, but some of them were brown. And then I asked him, I said, if you must work on this tree, which of the leaves are you going to pull out? And then he began showing me all the brown withered, you know, leaves. And I said, okay, 
So let's work on this plant so that it can be better. So he started plucking all the wrong leaves from it. And I said, why are you doing that? And he says, so that the nutrients can be supplied fully to the green ones so that it can bear more. And I said, okay, but why didn't you pull the green one off? He said, because they are already green and they are flourishing. And I said, that is beautiful. And I said, okay, do you know that the plant itself knew that it had some brown leaves? He said, yes. I said, but why couldn't it remove it? Then he was standing there. And I said, that is exactly how our lives are. There are some brownness around you. There are some wayness around you. You can't remove them yourself. That is why the day you said you were going to change, that was the day you did that thing more. Because you can't change. There is somebody that changes us. And the only time that he changes us is when we become fruitful. He said that. Look at that. It's on the board. He said that. And every branch that bears fruit. So it is good to pray that Lord, please help me over this weakness. But the best way that the Lord helps us, even without we praying, is when we become fruitful. So that the reason why he will do that is so that you may bring forth more fruit. In other words, so that you may be more bold when you go. So that you will not be condemned by yourself. But the enemy, listen, the enemy will, listen, the enemy will always want to use your weaknesses to condemn you. But the more you go, the more the Lord prunes you. The more you go, the more the Lord purges you. The, nobody washes or nobody services a car that is not serving him. Hallelujah. The best way for your weaknesses to be eliminated is when you begin to bear fruit. And how do we bear fruit? He said that they may go forth and preach. That they may go forth. Can you imagine this same Peter that denied Jesus three times? He denied Jesus three times. In less than in less than three months, just about 50 days, in less than three months, this Peter stood there and said, Ye men of Israel, ye men that betray Jesus, a man that in less than in less than three months had denied Jesus three times. Why? Because at this point, every weakness in his life has been taken. You see, the more now I remember one thing when we used to be in college. The best way of learning was when you taught. Yeah. The best way, listen to me, if you are a student here, the best way of learning, when you go for your group discussion, teach it. You teach it. Don't say that I don't understand. You try to teach it. You, you will not know how you understand it, but you understand it. It is like when your children bring homework to the house, and then you look at it and you are seeing stars. And you don't even know. Go like, ha, 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 what, what, is, what are they teaching these children? It's because you don't know, my friend. It's not that it's what, what are they teaching these children. They, your, your, your younger brother brought something. You look at it. He said, my head is even aching me. He said, that, then he said, I have choir practice. You don't have choir practice. Just that you can't solve the thing. So you want to escape. Oh, when I come from choir practice and then you come and he's asleep. The following morning, he carries the work to school. Praise the name of But you see, when you try and you said, okay, let me try and solve it. Then all of a sudden you begin to know, oh, this is, oh, 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 oh. Ah. And then you begin to explain. That is how it is. The more you become better is the more you do things that will make others better. Because when you read the book of Proverbs 11 and verse 24 to 26, he said, the liberal soul shall be made fat. He that scatters, he that scatters will increase. And, and he that withholds more than his meat it will tend to poverty. And then the verse number 25 says that the liberal soul shall be made fat. So as you go out, the Lord begins to work on you. 
The liberal soul shall be made fat. And he that waters shall himself be watered. What is the work of Jesus that we call him a savior? What is the work? Why? If we, are, if we are extension of the work of Jesus, what is the work of Jesus? Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21. His name shall be called Jesus because he shall save his people from their sin. So if there is anything that you must do to your friend, your family, is to do things or to say things that will bring them out of their sin. That is it. Shall call forth, shall bring forth a son. Call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Look at John 10, 10. I have come. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come. You see, I have come. That they might have life and have it more abundantly. Luke 19, verse 9 and 10. I'm rushing because of my time. Luke 19 and verse number 9 and 10. Jesus said unto him, This day is salvation, talking to Zacchaeus. This day is salvation come to this house. For as much as he also is a son of Abraham. And verse number 10. For the son of man is come. L.P. Shana, you quoted it in another gospel. But for the son of man is come to seek and to save that which is lost. And guess what? So, I want you to keep this scripture in your mind, right? He said, right? Now, he said, the son of man is come to do what? To save, to seek and to save. To seek and to save. That means that he goes looking. To seek and to save. That which is lost. Now, what did Jesus also tell us? John 20 and verse 21. But keep this scripture in your mind. In John 20 verse 21. Then said Jesus again, peace be unto you. Now, can we read the next statement? As my father has sent me even so what are we supposed to do that which is lost Jesus came to seek and to save that which is lost and Bible is saying that Jesus said as my father has sent me even so send I you so we are agents to seek and to save that which is lost John 13 and verse 20 John 13 and verse 20. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that receives whomsoever I send receives me. And he that receives me, receive him that sent me. This is so powerful. Is it not so powerful? So are you seeing our assignment as the body of Christ? We have been sent to seek and to save that which is lost. That is why Obadiah chapter 1 verse 21 says that saviors shall come up out of Mount Zion. Because we are the extension of the work of Jesus. It is when we do this that the Father is always pleased with us. Please take note. Sometimes we pray, Lord, are you pleased with my life? It is when we do this that the Father is pleased with us. In John 8 29, Jesus said, John 8, 29. Jesus said, He that sent me is always with me. The Father has not left me, for I do always those things that pleases him. You see? And what was he doing? Seeking and saving that which is lost. And he said that because of that, the Father was always with him. It means that heaven was always with him. 
because he was always doing the reason why he was sent. And Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, so send I you. So when we undertake this mandate, we become pleasurable things in the eyes of the Lord. The Father sees, it, the Father sees us and then he is pleased. In the name of Jesus, let the Father be pleased with us. Say, Lord, be pleased with our going out. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Now, when we do this, the Father is always with us. And when the Father is pleased with us, ladies and gentlemen, understand that there is no good thing that he will withhold from us. But when we don't do this thing, then you realize that it is like, it is like, it is like the plant story that I was telling you. So the brown ones were still upon the tree just because just because nobody was pruning them. And the only time that somebody would prune them is when the person saw that the thing was bearing fruit. You see? So when we don't bear this fruit, when we don't undertake this mandate, when we don't become valuable or relevant in the eyes of the Lord, then we become a matter of concern for heaven. Then we become, or heaven considers us as wasted gadgets in the kingdom. If you have some tools in your toolbox and it is not useful what do you do you discard them so that the so that the the toolbox can be empty to accommodate more useful tools matthew 3 10 look at matthew 3 10 in matthew 3 10 jesus said those days 3 10 verse number 10 now now also the axe is laid onto the root of the trees you see, unto the root of the trees. Therefore, every tree which bringeth not forth good fruit is cut down and cast into the fire. Sometimes we pray and we ask God for so many things. And God says that, now, let me just give you an explanation. If you have two workers, you have a company and you got two workers. And one of them is doing what you employed him or her to do. And the other one doesn't give any you know seriousness or concern about anything and there is one of them that you got to fire who are you going to fire the one that is not productive you see so when we don't become productive and listen we don't become productive only by being in church when we come to church what we come to do is to be equipped and to be empowered to go out so when we go out there and we keep what empowerment we have received then we become non-profitable to heaven you see we become so we pray the things that we pray for lord give me this lord give me that lord and the lord said i they listen they are tools for our going out everything that we ask god for they are not just things that he gives to us so that we will just sit in our homes and lie on our bed he gives them to us so that we can have a witness we can have a testimony in our mouth so he gives them to us. You pray, Lord, please, will you do this? The Lord said, yeah, deliver it to her. Why? Because she's a soul winner. When she goes out, you know why? Because LP, the Lord must give us a message. Remember, there are two messages we carry across. The gospel of Jesus and our gospel. And our gospel is what the Lord has done for us. So what would you say when you go out? It is what the Lord has done for you. So the Lord does things for us the more. Sometimes you don't even ask him. And he's doing it just because he wants you to have a message. Because you are the reflection of the goodness of the Lord. You see, 
But when you pray, Lord, give me this. Lord, give me that. And the Lord said, who will you share it with? Who would you tell of, your go- of my goodness? He said, Lord, I'll keep it in my bedroom. Then the Lord said, then let me put you at the back. Let me start answering those who are going out. Let me start answering those who are carrying the gospel. Because sometimes when you go, you may never even quote one scripture. But you quote, the, and your life testimony is what nobody can debate. Yeah. People can tell you, I don't believe in this scripture. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in that. But they can never say that they don't believe in what God has done for you. And that is your gospel. When the guy that was mad went about in, in, uh, in Mark chapter 5, okay? The verse number 19 and 20. Mark chapter 5. Look at verse 19 and 20. How be Jesus told him, go to your friends. Because at this point, this guy didn't know any scripture. Somebody that has been mad from infancy. Now the guy is healed. What, what scripture is he going to quote? He doesn't even know letters. He's never been to school. He's not going to quote any letters. But he knows something. So look at the message that Jesus said. He said, go and tell what and how great things the Lord has done for you. So everything the Lord does for us is for our telling. So if you will not be telling, why must God do it for you? That is the question. If we will not be telling, why must the Lord do it for us? Because go home to your friends, your neighbors, your family, the people you meet by the highways and, and along the streets. Tell them, your colleagues, don't hide it. Tell them how great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And then verse 20 says that, so he went. You see, he went, departed into the capolis and began. The capolis means 10 states. So he went from here, he went to Smyrna, he went to Antioch, he went to Laverne, wherever you find yourself, see it as part of the Decapolis and then do what? Publish. Somebody say publish. That is what we are going to do this afternoon. We are going out and I want to take this opportunity to say a very big thank you to each and every one of you. Never think that it is for children or it is for adults or it is for men or it is for women or it is for pastors. It is the mandate of every child of God. If you are a child of God, it is our mandate. This is what makes us relevant before God. This is what gives the angels the free license to prune us and make us better. Yeah. If you like, eh? if you are dealing with a certain addiction, let me tell you, you mark it and set three months on your own that these three months I'll be going out winning souls. You just do it. Don't tell anybody. Three months. Set three months ahead of you as a soul winning, as a soul winning period. Now go out. Anybody that you see, you went out to eat. Talk to somebody about Jesus. Talk to somebody about your story. Your story will lead the people to Jesus. Because your story must always end in who gave you that story. So I can't hide Jesus from my story. I can tell you what has happened to me. But who did what has happened to me? The Lord. And then do that for three months and see. You'll be looking for that addiction. You won't see it. But if you tell yourself, you know, man of God, I want to finish dealing with this addiction before I go out, you will, it will even become worse. Because nobody is going to prune you according to the scriptures that we read. I want you to close your eyes. We are going, I'm done. I told you 25 minutes, I'm done. I want you to pray and say, Lord, give me the ready harvest. Where's that daddy? Ask and I'll give you the nations. Amen. I want you just to pray. Lord, as we go out, how many souls are you believing God for today? Now, the Lord told me something whilst I was praying the course of the week. He said, before you go out, 
declare how many souls you want to contact. I said, wow, Lord, I never knew that. I want you to tell the Lord, Lord, as we go out, give me 20 souls. Give me 10 souls. Give me 50 souls. Give me. How many are you looking for? Well, I'm not a part of the church. I only came to visit. This is not a church mandate. It is Christ's mandate. You are a child of God. This is what will let the Lord release what you need. So I want you to join if you can. We're going out just to talk to somebody about our testimony and lead the person to Christ and finally bring the people home because everybody must be planted, must be planted. They that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish. I want you to pray. How many souls are you believing God for? And make it a target. Don't just go. Otherwise, when you see two people, you'll be satisfied. But tell God, tell God, tell God. And listen, he said, ask and I will give you the nations. Psalm 2 verse 8, right? Psalm 2 verse 8. Look at Psalm 2 verse 8. Ask of me and I shall give you the heathen for your inheritance. How many are you believing God for today? That is all the prayers I want you to pray. How many are you believing God? Lord, I want to talk to this number of people today. I want to share my testimony with them. I want to share the gospel with them. I want to speak to, I want to go to 10 homes. I want to meet 15 cars. I want to meet this. And listen, when you ask the Lord, he will give it to you. And it becomes your target. And the minimum you do is that target. Father in Jesus, blessed and mighty name, as we go out, Asking the Lord, oh, that's the cry of my Father, in Jesus' blessed and mighty name, as we go out today, please everybody has asked you of souls would you please give them to us jesus was very emphatic he said go and tell them and the guy set 10 states on his mind and bible said that he went to all the 10 states how many souls that lord we have presented to you we ask that you give them to us how many homes lord give them to us father empower in jesus blessed and mighty name Somebody see me, I believe in. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, quickly, we will do these three things and then we are out of here. Now, um, if today is your first time, let me see your hand up. Today is your first. Wow. You, is it okay? Can I shake hands with you? Let, yes, sir. Yeah. If you can come. Uh, Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, would you encourage them? Yeah. If, if, if today is your first time, let me shake hands with you. I want to shake hands with you. Oh my goodness. Wow. My good. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen. Please stand here, sweetheart. Stand here. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
Hallelujah. My goodness. Wow. Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee. Let's celebrate them. Let's celebrate them. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. All right. Now, we, here in Holy Hill Chapel, we are a family. You know, we are, not just a, we are not just like a normal church. We are family. Amen. And everything you see here is very genuine. Our love is genuine. We don't fake things, right? We are so real. So my, na- my, my name is Pastor Nikki. I'm the, just a humble servant of this house. What's your name? Nevia. Nevia. Wow, I got another Nevia here. Nevia, who invited you? Your sister, who is your Deja, a major soul winner. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate Deja. God bless you. Hallelujah. And then you are Sean. Sean, invited by me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, we had a very nice chat. Hallelujah. We spoke, spoke, spoke. I met him at the parking lot. We spoke, spoke, spoke. He said, I will come. And then we went back knocking on the doors. Now, we knocked on one of the doors. He showed up. We started laughing. (laughs) And I told him that it means that the Lord really wants you to come. Hallelujah. God bless you, Sean. My name is Janice. Auntie Janice. Hallelujah. Invited by myself. (laughs) Hallelujah. Now, Auntie Janice is a senior police officer. Yeah. Don't joke. Don't try it. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, dear. Emily. Emily. Emily invited by. Destiny. Destiny. God bless you. A major soul winner. Hallelujah. And for your information, I'm blessing the marriage of Destiny very, very soon. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> and sir, you are. Chris. 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 Chris invited by Destiny. Hallelujah. Now, let's pray for them. Father, in Jesus' blessed and mighty name, thank you for these wonderful brothers and sisters that you brought here today. I ask, oh Lord, that when they leave today, let there be testimonies. Let this love here reflect in their lives. Let them be miracles in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. And Lord, above all, let them reflect you in the lives of other people. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Did they give you the form? Did, were you given a form? Alright, so what I need you to do is just to fill it up for me. Now, right after service, you follow uh, LP, uh, Shana, and then Minister Melissa. They got something for you, okay? We, we got a very beautiful something for you, right in my conference room. Amen. So the five of you, you follow them there before we go out. Amen. Today's, today may be your first day, but we'll be going out. If you join us, we will love it. What we do is that when we go out, we just hand over flyers. We tell them that Jesus loves you. And then we share our life testimony with them. Amen. So you can do it. I can go with you in my company if you want to. Amen. I will love that. Hallelujah. God bless you. Please, you can take your seat. But right after service, please see them. And then we will take it out from there. And please, if you did invite anybody, please be following up on them. All right, we want to receive our offering quickly before we leave. This month, every seed that is coming in is going into the soul winning. We are printing more and more flyers. So please, they'll, they'll put a giving portal on the line. Everybody can give through any of these means. Now, what are the means? We do by electronic giving or we do by physical giving. And you can also swipe with your 
with your credit card or with your debit card or whatever we do by tightly now with tightly all that you need to do is just to text the word give now please you can look at it just text the word give to the number 833-859-4117 is it 833-859-4117 just text the word give to this number now you can also write a check in the name of holy hill chapel holy hill chapel and then you can do by paypal in by by doing by paypal look us out at holyhilltn at gmail.com and then we have cash up zell venmo now all those giving will be using the 720-645-6629 number and then if you have your debit card or your credit card now minister jada the hand over there the owner of that hand will help you hallelujah father we bless our seed as we win souls with our seed please prune us and purge us bless our seed let it be amplified in jesus mighty name please drop your seed now if you have cash there is an envelope under your seat now remember we are a 501c ministry so we keep records of every giving so that we can give you a giving credit at the end of the year for your tax purposes hallelujah all right and then we'll be taking our communion Now, please, quickly, when, when we are done with soul winning, this is what I want you to do. If you get the names and numbers of people, please bring them so that we can reach out to them. And then also, very importantly, when you are out there, if you can take some pictures, we want to do some documentary or some video. So, you, because we are going in three groups. So, wherever you are, please do take some pictures of what is happening over there and then bring them. We'll collate everything and then when we come we will also grant some interviews if you you can give us a quick interview maybe maybe about 30 seconds one minute we will love it when we return and when we return we will take our lunch amen lunch has been made available for us so we will go the group leaders will tell you when we are returning hallelujah but we usually spend an hour and a half out there you will not even see that the time is gone amen father we bless the bread we blessed the drink. It was bread and drink. Jesus blessed it. When he had broken it, he said, it is my body. Bless it in Jesus' mighty name. Please, I want you to break it. Let's receive it as the body of Christ for our health and for our perfection. Bless the cup in Jesus' mighty name. Let's drink it together. Please kindly keep the giving portal on the line. Online members, in-house members. Yes. God richly bless you. Please keep on giving as you partake in the communion in Jesus' mighty name. Minister Melissa, help you share now, please. Okay. Get a microphone and then quickly say, wow. Really? What a surprise. Okay, so just really quickly, I just want to encourage everyone to, after we go out soul winning, we're going to come back and we're going to honor Papa 
We already have some magnificent food set apart. We also have some celebration wow. decorations. So please come back and let's fellowship. Let's have a celebration moment. Um, but it's going to be really fun. So come back after we sow in. Right. Did you hear what she said? I didn't even know that there was a celebration in honor of me. Yes, cake cutting so, and food. Please, so please listen. Show me your love by returning. Come and eat the food for me. Amen. I didn't even know that. So please, after the soul winning, come back here. Let's cut. Is that a cake? Okay, so we'll cut the cake and then we will also eat all the assorted food, right? All right, so we'll. Oh wow. Department will give me a gift as well. Please don't 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 miss it. I beg you, don't miss it in Jesus' name. That one is very, very important. <laughs> All right. God bless you. Please, um, um, protocol, please come. Let's help, let's help distribute. Yeah. Valentine, please come. Come, help, help. Let's yeah. Valentine is a major soul winner. Last week we went out. Valentine spoke to a very powerful lady. We came that lady was he said man of god i'm going to bring her in hallelujah and he's working on her and he'll bring her in hallelujah praise the name of jesus use everything to get them in amen hallelujah hallelujah Now, we also have a sports ministry. And so, if you are sporty and you want to join the sports ministry, I want you to see, where is coach? Coach is out. Coach and pa- Pastor Solomon. Pastor Solomon, yeah. Pastor Solomon and then um, Coach coach, coach Robert. And then Elder Joe Obodai. God bless you. God richly bless you. Hallelujah. Oh, sorry. Now, so one group, now, one group will be going towards Kelly. We'll be going towards that apartment. Where's Kelly? We'll be going towards that apartment. Um, what is the name of the apartment? Um, around you and Minister Desiree's place. Yeah, we'll get an address and put on. But I'm leading that group anyway. I'm leading that group anyway. Yeah. And then, uh, Chelsea Place, yeah. We are going towards the Chelsea Place and those um, apartments around there. And then the next group will be going to the Avenue. The Avenue. You know the Avenue? Hello? Pastor, where, where is Pastor Charles? Pastor Charles is leading the team to the avenue. The avenue. Right? Yeah. And then we'll have the final team going towards the Walmart. The Walmart. The Walmart on Old Thompson Parkway. You know the Walmart over there? The Walmart around the Old Thompson Parkway. And then passing. Please listen. Listen. Listen very well. Just a moment. The Walmart on Old Thompson Parkway around uh, um, the Walmart uh, Old Fort yeah that's what I said right I said Old Thompson messed for me said Old Fort Parkway <laughs> that, around the Old Fort Parkway and then you know those um, parking lot behind it where we have D&K and then we have 
the farmers, the planet fitness. So that catchment area, okay, that catchment area from the Walmart around the Old Four Parkway all the way to the farmers restaurant area, old um, Olive Garden, Bargain Hunt, all that area. Yeah, it's the third catchment zone. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. And um, that will be led by Elder Izel. Elder Izel will be going towards that side. Pastor, Pastor, Pastor Charles, you'll be taking the team to the avenue and then around all that area. Hallelujah. Closer to Mother, Mother Marshall's apartment area. All that place is for you. Amen. And then I'll be taking the other group all the way this way to the Chelsea place and then the 1740 or the 1540 area, all that place. We will be, we'll be harnessing souls for the Lord. Amen. Please remember, this is our last but one going. So please be there. Now we will finish quickly and then we'll come back and then we'll eat. So much to eat and carry home. Amen. Shall we be on our feet? The Lord bless and keep us. Please remember to take pictures and video snippets and then we will put all together. The Lord is a magnify his name in our lives. The Lord bless every issue of us in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's take our prophetic declaration with long life full of prosperity and sound health shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen. 